you feel like your emotions are getting in the way of being able to consistently live healthy? Maybe you just keep going to food when you're overwhelmed and stressed. Maybe you find yourself dependent on exercise to work off the calories you've eaten. Maybe you just don't feel emotionally stable and you want things to change, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you're wondering if God even cares about your emotions, or maybe you're wondering if God can really handle all the deep down dark stuff in your heart. I'm here to encourage you today that relating to God on an emotional level is a gift he's given us. The safest place for our emotions is with God, but sometimes that still feels scary, and I want to talk about it. So yeah, today I want to talk to you about how to relate to God on an emotional level. I want to talk about why it's important to your health, and then three steps to get you started. So as you may have noticed, the last three episodes were all interviews, which are awesome, by the way. So if you glanced over them and didn't want to listen because interviews aren't really your cup of tea, I've been there, no shame. (laughs) But I highly recommend you go back and make the time to listen to those because the women that I talked with brought some really great wisdom and encouragement and perspective that I just wouldn't be able to bring on my own. I was blessed to have those conversations, and I know you will be blessed listening to them. That being said, in that waiting period of recording a new episode myself, I had really been praying and wrestling with God about what to share. And I felt like he wasn't really giving me anything specific or I would get all these awesome ideas, but then it turns out like those were just words for me, um, things that I needed to keep learning and receiving for myself, which I'm sure I'll share at some point in the, in the coming weeks and months. But, but yeah, and then God showed up this morning on the day I was planning to record this episode that I am recording this episode, I went for a walk to pray and clear my head and just listen to God. And he came through with what I hope and pray will be just what you need to hear today. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never had the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. So emotions. First of all, God created emotions. He created us to feel emotions. Emotions are indicators of what's going on. They're not dictators, so they shouldn't dictate our decisions, but they do indicate something. So when we feel things, we have to acknowledge that we're feeling them and then get curious about what they're trying to communicate to us. Processing and getting curious with your emotions is really the best way to respond to a situation or circumstance rather than react in the moment impulsively. And I know as a mom, you always want to be better about responding rather than reacting when your kids do something or don't do something, right? And I know you want to be better about understanding and handling your own emotions so that you can be the peace in the chaos of your kids' big emotions, right? I know because I was there. 
I used to get so frustrated when I couldn't help myself but overreact to something because there were feelings happening inside of me that I hadn't dealt with and my kids got the punishment for it. Even this morning, I yelled and got frustrated with my kids about something and I'm not proud of that. And I know it's coming from what was going on inside of me. But anyways, the point is that feeling your emotions and processing your emotions and then learning to respond to them is the way to emotional health. And emotional health is a key part of spiritual health and growth and relationship health and growth and even your physical health. The one thing I want to encourage you right now with, especially if you're feeling a little nervous or fearful about digging into your own emotions, is to always remember that the safest place for your emotions and to process them is with God. Because the truth is that he knows what's going on inside of you better than you do. I think a lot of times emotions stem from a need of some kind, a need for love, for safety, for assurance, for redirection. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm going to just say that right here. I am honestly learning right alongside you with this one. But I do know that the more I have learned to relate to God in my emotions, the better life has gotten. Not because all my circumstances have changed, but because I've learned to feel and see things through God's perspective and stop trying to pretend that my emotions aren't there or try to fill my emotional needs in other ways. Oh, yeah, that's where I was going with that. So the question I have for you right now is how are you dealing with your emotions and how are you filling your emotional needs? Do you stuff them down, numb out or avoid them with food, drinks, exercise, shopping, sex, etc.? Because that's me and still is at times, honestly. I found myself so obsessed with food and exercise because I wasn't processing my emotions or admitting that I was even feeling things. I was so out of tune with what was going on inside of me that I was just looking to the end goal of a certain weight or letting myself be addicted to food habits like sugar binging because I didn't know how to even start letting myself feel feelings, let alone talk to God about them. But when I truly began to get to know God and understand him and his desires for me, his love for me, I got to see and experience the safety and beauty of someone I can truly count on to be with me in the emotions, someone who will never leave or let me down, someone who gets me and who has all the answers for what I need to know about them and what I need to do next. So if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you want to live healthier you want to break some bad habits, you want to learn what it means to take care of your body and live in full surrendered worship and service to God in the power of the Holy Spirit, and you want to deepen your relationship and intimacy with God so you can live out the purpose he has for your life. So beginning this journey with emotional health is a place where you have to start. It's a great place to start. It's a great place to keep going from. Now, there are a few books that I've read over the last couple of years that have really helped me in this area. Um, the two that come to mind right now are Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen and Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Pete Scazzaro. Um, I'll put the links to those in the episode notes if you do want to check them out. So now that I've super briefly covered the why of emotional health, I want to share three steps just to get you started. And I want to say here really quick that these steps are really just to get you started. You may need more help, professional counseling, therapy, true discipleship by a spiritual mentor, coaching, and that's okay. In fact, I encourage it. There's no reason to stay stuck in a cycle that you're ready to break free from just because you're trying to do it on your own and not let anyone else in. So let someone else in on this journey with you, please. Okay, anyways, jumping into it. So step number one, make the time to sit with God and to be still before him. 
I think so often we make ourselves too busy to slow down long enough to simply be with God, to think about what we're feeling. And I say we here because I get caught up in this too. And the reality is that often we are busy with good things, so we don't even think about it, right? Maybe you're doing ministry. Maybe you're super involved with your kids' activities. Maybe you're a leader in your career field or whatever it is. You know, for me, I had to realize that I was even sometimes busying myself with the good things like reading the Bible and praying. Now, hear me on this. I'm not saying don't do those things, obviously. I am saying that those are not substitutes for sitting in the stillness with God and allowing him into the deep emotional depths of our hearts and being honest with ourselves and him about what's there. So my challenge to you in step one is to take a couple minutes each day over the next week and just be still with God, not reading or praying for others. Again, those are good things, but specifically make this time and space to learn to relate emotionally to God. It takes learning to just sit with him in the silence sometimes to grow in this area. And it will be hard and uncomfortable, but I promise that it's worth it. So step two is to write or speak out what you're feeling. Now, I love journaling, but I know not everyone does. But there's just something about actually acknowledging verbally or in writing the emotions that you're feeling that just brings this healing and this hope from them and allows you to process what they're trying to tell you. And I also like journaling because it allows me to kind of go back and remember the things that I was feeling and what was going on. And that kind of helps break cycles. But I think that's a different conversation for a different day. So I'm going to hop back on topic. But as you're doing this, as you're speaking out or as you're journaling and writing things down, I want to encourage you to be sure that you're doing this in such a way that it's a conversation with God, because that's what prayer is anyways. Because God knows what's going on inside of you already. So talk to him about it. You know, maybe it's questions about what you're feeling or why you're feeling it. Maybe you're asking him for what to do next about these emotions or where this emotion cycle is coming from that you just keep keep experiencing over and over again and you're ready to break the cycle of. You know, talk to God about it. Process with him. I always find that when I'm not quite sure how to name what I'm feeling, once I start talking, God is always there to help me fill in the blanks and understand what I need to understand. But it is a discipline to not keep avoiding the emotions. It's a discipline to keep making the time for this because it's not a one and done thing. It's a process, a habit of relating to God that will be so beneficial as you continue on your health journey and your walk with the Lord. So challenge for step number two, you know, after you're sitting, when you're sitting and, and being still with the Lord in those couple minutes for the next week or so, write down the things that you're processing, the things that you're praying, write down your conversation with God um, or speak it out loud because it can be, it can be so powerful. It doesn't have to take very long. Like I said, it can be a couple minutes a day. It's a great place to start. What do I always say? Start where you are and grow from there, right? Okay, that's step number two. Step number three, always bring it back to God's truth, the Bible. Now, this is a really important one. This is why, you know, I said in step number one that reading the Bible is not a substitute for sitting still with God and relating to him on an emotional level. And that's true. But knowing the Bible is also extremely important to this process. So if you are not already reading the Bible regularly and getting in God's word and spending time with him that way, you have to be doing that too, because that is God's truth. Okay. You see, in an emotional state, whether you know it or not, it can be a lot easier 
to fall into believing the lies of the enemy or selfishness of this world even. Now, these lies most often in my experience come down to identity. For example, I'm feeling guilty because of whatever I did. And then maybe you begin believing the lies that you're not good enough. You're not worthy of God's grace or of a second chance. But when you compare that to the truth, you can safely remind yourself that you may be feeling that way and you may need to repent and confess some things to God. But that doesn't mean you aren't worthy, loved, and wanted in God's presence. He wants to be with you and he wants you to be with him. Why else would he have sent his one and only son to die on the cross for your sins and then raise him from the dead to overcome all death so you can live and live abundantly, right? So know what God says about you and know what God says about himself because our emotions can bring about all of these lies that lead us in all of these directions that the enemy wants us to go. But I'm telling you right now, when you stand on God's truth, the truth will set you free. That's what the word says, okay? So whatever emotions you think you're feeling, even if you think you're feeling something but you aren't sure what, I'm telling you that learning to spend time with God and talk to him about those emotions will take your relationship with him and your life to an all new level of healthy and empowered. So before I close out, a quick recap and final encouragement. Emotional health. Learning to process our emotions is a key factor in living healthy. Now, the three steps that I talked about to get you started are to make time to be still with God in your emotions, to say or write what you're feeling in prayer as you talk to God and process with him. And lastly, always bring it back to God's truth in the Bible, rather than let yourself continue believing any lies that the enemy has planted inside you. Now, it is possible to relate to God on an emotional level and learn to bring your emotions to him and let him lead you through them in healing and direction. It will take time and discipline, but it's so worth it. I read all through the Psalms about the emotional state of David as he's praying and singing and crying out to God. And, and, and David's called a, a man after God's own heart. So I'm praying as you begin to relate to God on an emotional level that he transforms you more and more into a woman after his own heart. Now, I pray you are blessed and encouraged as you listen today, and I pray that the Lord will open up your ears and heart to the more that he has for you on your journey of living healthy and empowered. Now, I'll see you next time. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.